gentlemen, boys and girls, what's happening? It's your boy, Highlight Real, a.k.a. the Prince of Botch, you already know. Your boy, Dwayne, in the building. Welcome to yet another episode of Life's a Botch Podcast. This is part three of our Black History Month series. Uh, so, if you haven't had a chance, if you're a new listener and you haven't had a chance to check out the first two parts... Uh, I, I highly encourage you to stop, pause this episode, go check out the first two, okay, featuring, shout out to my boy Josh from Gresh Unleashed on part one, and shout out to my boy Darren, my little bro, my little oos from I Am Tremont, who is also on episode number two, and uh, so let me give y'all a few seconds to pause that thing, go ahead and check out the first two episodes before you come back to this one right here, all right? <clears throat> All right, that's enough of that, ladies and gentlemen. So we are back. Welcome to yet another episode. If you already have been listening and have been a faithful listener, shout out to you. Salute to y'all. Nonetheless, uh, this is our Black History Month special. Uh, So I took it upon myself to bring you guys an episode a week where basically it's a Black History Month edition where we are going i am going to sit down and interview individuals uh about their most influential and impactful black wrestlers over the years who personally had something to do with influencing them in their time of watching wrestling whether they used to watch whether they still watch uh whether they're an in-between casual watcher regardless of the fact at some point there was a key black figure in their life so join with me for this week's episode part number three uh is none other than my brother from also another he is the you know the 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 partner uh with me in this ots thing you know what i'm saying he is the man um the the man behind the face that runs the place you know (laughs) had to take aj styles a nice little thing right there you know what i'm saying uh he is a young entrepreneur a ceo he is one of the hardest working men in show business uh bringing you forth platforms like this uh he is responsible for this very show in terms of uh helping to run this thing and co-produce this thing to make it be the phenomenal show that you guys love to listen to and view if you're watching on youtube oh so much so without further ado allow me to introduce you guys to my brother and uh you already know the one that got mad love for and the creator of ots ladies and gentlemen none other than mr Derek myers what's up sir what's going on bro what's going on how you been been great man been great welcome back to the show my friend yes sir yes sir thank you for having me (laughs) oh absolutely man it was a given that we had to bring you on for this um i know we you know we've touched on this and i know that you don't get to catch up on today's product as frequently uh but nonetheless man it was still a must-have to bring you on because i know that this is a very, very important subject matter to 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 bring someone like you on, man. I know how pro black sure. you are for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Black see black, black, black. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so for that, man, um, it was a given. It was a no-brainer, man. I had to bring my brother on this thing and uh let him 
showcase to the world. So without further ado, man, you ready to get into this thing? Oh, for sure. For sure? Yes, sir. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it cracking. It is, oh, wow. I gave y'all a throwback term. Sorry, kids. I didn't mean to do that. It just came out of nowhere. It came out the blue of the dome. But anyway, we're old school. We old school. I guess I bought an old school term, but y'all know I got the new school terminology too. I'm a little bit of everything. But anyways, uh, now let's get it popping. Let's see. There's another throwback for y'all. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, here we go. Uh, so, Mr. Derek Myers, uh, good sir, tell me who, what key black wrestler has influenced you and been an impact in your life and how you operate and, and put a little bit of something in you as you've gone forth in life, man. Talk to me about what's a black wrestler that has truly been impactful to you in your time of watching wrestling. Man, I have a few. Um, yeah. First and foremost, uh, I'm going to get this one out of the way because I know this is probably everyone's um, response, but The Rock, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just, I mean, he's definitely someone that's that's uh, that's um, actually um, been someone that I've watched even beyond wrestling, just yes. in terms of how he you know runs business and 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 uh, his mantras you know of just working like yes just how hard <laughs> uh, and diligent of a worker he actually is. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll say The Rock, um, Booker T was definitely one of my favorites as a kid. Um, yes. I yes. still I still have yet. To, <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't even try it at this point, but I still have yet to do the spin. <laughs> oh, the spin Rooney. Yes. Rooney is something I have been dying to do. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was one of my favorite ones. Um, actually, he was, I would say he was probably one of my favorite ones to, to hate. Um, mm. all time. Uh, wow. He, he was he was one of the ones that I, you know, especially like in the early days of, of um, WWE, he wasn't someone that actually got a major push. Yes. You know, yes. but as he rose up through the ranks over the years, um, his, he, his, his, um, his uh, uh, rival was John Cena. Ah, yes. Man, I was I was I was pulling for him so bad because I at that time that's when I got tired of John Cena. I was just <laughs> this dude was just too much, man. I, I yeah. not that not that I I I didn't like success, but mm-hmm. you know they 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 cram one guy like uh-huh. into that spot every single time, and it's always for no reason. <laughs> Yes, yes. Outside of just the you know the the um, traditional look of a wrestler in terms of size mm-hmm. and, and 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 muscle and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, Booker T for sure. Uh, Kofi Kingston being Jamaican, even though I know he's not Jamaican, um, it was good to see uh, a Jamaican representation. I would love to see an actual Jamaican um, in that ring. <laughs> yeah, that company. Yes. I would love. I would actually love to. See, like, not, I'm not sure if there's anybody that is Jamaican that, that's in there, but someone that actually, you know, that runs with that persona, because mm. I, I love seeing Kofi Kingston like that. And it's actually yes. weird. Does he even still go by Kingston? Is it is just Kofi? 
He actually does. They still call him Kofi Kingston. Yes, but okay. you'll you'll hear. Sometimes you'll just hear Kofi, and then sometimes okay. you'll hear Kofi Kingston. But the 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 last name is. Uh, it's funny actually because um, in today's product, right? Uh, I mm-hmm. think the New Day actually talks about it on their podcast all the time mm-hmm. about how, you know when they were in NXT as developmental, you know, they would have like a first and last name. Yeah. Then when they get to the main roster, all of a sudden Vince just cuts half the name and it's just either it's just the last name or it's just the first name, whatever oh, wow. the case is. Right. And so Kofi Kingston always jokes about it and says, you know, I'm the one guy that managed to actually survive and keep both names <laughs> so you know like I, you know he's he's Kofi Kingston still even even with the gimmick gone so See, and that, that's the thing that that kind of trips me out is what is the Kingston for that's not his actual last name right no it's not it's so not. if he's not doing the Jamaican character anymore like what's why the, still have the last name? Have I know it. I know um it's so weird, you know. It's 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 very weird, but I mean, it, it rings, and I guess market market wise, yeah. Uh, you know, by this point, they the the crowd knows him as Kofi yeah. Kingston, you know. Yeah. So yeah, what can you say, bro? But yeah, nah, I, it would it would be nice to see either uh, a solo character that's Jamaican or um, a tag team. I think a tag team would be fun as hell. Mm, uh, I could agree. Tag team that would be. Oh, you could tell so many stories with that. Really could. It's 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 needed, man. Um, mm-hmm. you you have especially now WWE needs a tag team division, so a Jamaican tag team definitely brings. Um, uh, I could see that. That would be a yeah. lot of dope charisma added. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's a lot of creativity, like just with the colors. The the, the I mean, I mean, even if you want to add food like like New Day with the pancakes, you add beef patties or something. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> I, I can tell you for a fact if if someone wanted to rip off the new day, they could do that in the Indies with no problem. Give oh, give yeah. a Jamaican oh, tag yeah. team, get Jamaican patties, and just toss them like the, toss like them the out. new day does its fans. Yeah, it, yeah, they'll yeah. be over instantly. There you go. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so listen, world, yeah. if you're an indie wrestler or maybe you're a tag team and you're an indie tag team and you need the gimmick, there you go. If you're actually Jamaican, you gotta be Jamaican to pull you it have off. To be Jamaican. Bro. Yeah, because okay. I'm tired. It's it's almost like the Drake effect for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I I appreciate that people love the culture, but let someone that's actually Jamaican do that. Jamaican, you know exactly. It, it makes me feel better being a Jamaican. It makes me feel better to see Jamaican representation, like for real, not not someone else doing it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Shoot, I'll even say another one. Um, I think I have a couple more. Okay, Naomi. Ooh, um, yes. I yes. I hated seeing how hard it's been for her. I haven't mm. been keeping up with WWE, you know, over God consistently since like maybe 14, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. But um, I would tune in every once in a while and 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 seeing her uh go from not really being utilized to actually having a, a, a character that mm. had natural hair. Mm, yes. That's different to see. 
You know what I'm saying? That that's 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 what you want to see. And also yes. with Booker T with with the locks. That was it was just yes. Booker T and Kofi actually. Um it is it's been good to see natural mm-hmm. hair um being something that is embraced. Um, because we, we don't get to embrace it in a lot of um different industries. So to be able to see wrestlers you know, take that on and, and, and add that to, to their, to their uh, character is, is phenomenal. So, you know, I, again, I haven't seen much of the, the uh, modern product um, just because I just, I, three hour raw just doesn't work for me, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I'm, I appreciate seeing that. And, and um, also um, I have one more. Okay. Go ahead. Shoot it. Actually, Jesus, I should. I'll just say one more. Um, Go ahead, brother. Two more came to, to my mind, but uh, the boogeyman. I think. Wow. He's, I think he's someone that doesn't get appreciated. He actually wow. grossed the hell, grossed me the hell out. Like <laughs> he grossed <laughs> me the hell out for sure, man. I, okay. Seeing a man eat worms, like yes. not fake worms, not not like even <laughs> fake eating, like yes. actually eating worms yes. every single episode. Like it was. His his rivalries, um, I just I don't think he was utilized to the fullest, but mm-hmm. he was someone that uh, that I think was uh, was actually highly underappreciated. I think I think he's someone that 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 should definitely get some recognition because uh, I, I would love to see him um, either come back. And and Russell, I know he's come back like maybe like two two or three times over the last over the years, but mm-hmm. um, to actually get a a a, a spot, not, not to say it has to be a title run, but just mm-hmm. to see him like say say him and Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that would be that would be interesting because they're so weird, they're so out there out of the box, yeah. and it would it would be nice to see something uh, with him. But even if he doesn't come back. Um, I think that he's someone that is very uh, uh, underrated and, and should definitely get his highlight, you know. So, yeah, I love yeah, that, brother. Yeah, I think yeah. that's and, cool. And sh- uh, Crime Time, I can't forget cr- about Crime Time. Crime Time made me like love wearing my Tims. I, I, <laughs> I, bro, I was wearing my Tims in the summer. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I wore mine all year long. So you know, JTG, JTG and and Shad, um, yes. most most definitely rest in peace to Shad. But um, I love seeing those guys, and I, I hate I hated seeing how stereotypical they were uh, used. Mm-hmm. But I still love that they were able to make it their own, and even through the stereotype, break through to reach the audience in a way yes. that. Um, Maybe not necessarily another tag team with that gimmick would have been able to do. They they felt authentic. So yeah, I, I I'll, I'll stop there. <laughs> I, 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 I love keep it, going, but those those are my those are my choices, and and I I think they've all um, been uh, different characters that have been um, uh, very big in terms of me being able to watch WWE like ones that I gravitated toward that weren't white. <laughs> I love it, brother. I love it. I love it. Um, that is amazing. Um, for the record, ladies and gentlemen, quick breaking news just off of a live reaction here. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Bad Bunny just won the 24 championship, the 24 seven championship. This man literally is a celebrity and just won the championship. Now he's not the first celebrity and public figure to do so, but right. go figure. Get multicultural. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Mainstream yeah. status. You I'm might see him on stage with the championship belt now. That's going to be interesting. I remember yeah. uh, Enos Cantor had it when he was with the Celtics too. That was. There you go. It was yeah, it, very interesting. My, my boy R Truth. <laughs> shout out to uh, Ryan Killings. He'll he'll get his baby back. I was going to uh, ask about know. him. How many he, times has he won that title? Man, almost. Probably about fifty now at this point. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's he's yeah, he's always finding a way to get that baby back. I don't know how he's yeah. gonna get it back this go around, but uh, okay, he didn't lose it. He lost it through someone else, and then someone else beat that someone else, and that's how Bad Bunny got it. So Man. I don't know. Truth will find a way. You know, he'll dress up as a security person or something. I don't know. Yeah, they they gotta figure out a different way to uh, utilize that title. Um, because to me, that title is one of those that is, it's not taken seriously. I yes. think you can actually do it in a different way to make it serious, you know, make it have some type of weight. Um, I think that's one thing that, that WWE got away from with their championships is allowing the, the champion to actually hold the title for a significant amount of time, whether it's five six months to a year or whatever like it actually means something when a champion can hold on to their title for a considerable amount of time and not be a transitional champion mm-hmm. i don't like that I, that and that that to me is one of the things that um i was actually hoping that that booker t was going to be um be able to come back and get another run at the title like seriously um yes. before he's not retired officially retired right you know, funny thing is he actually did mention that he never officially retired. He he feels like, I mean, you've seen his physical condition, still very much keeps himself in very much great shape. Yeah. Um, in terms of, well, he's always working on cardio, so I'm sure even with the speed, I'm sure, you know, I mean, you get older, it does lose, you do lose the stuff, but mm-hmm. he, he does cardio very well, so he's not just jacked. He, he, you know, keeps himself in good cardiovascular shape. Uh, so I mean, he said he never officially retired. It's just we. He did wrestle a match. Uh, I think it was the year before last. Okay. Uh, okay. For an indie okay. promotion, it was it okay. was a match he did for an indie promotion, and from what I saw, he still had it. Okay. Um, so you know, yeah. in WWE's someone, case, you know, that'd be someone to see, like you know, at least before he does officially retire. Retire. I would love yeah. to see him actually get that championship one more time yeah yeah it'd be uh something to see for sure um so then let me let me ask you um based off what you said uh from from the influences you you have given me Mm -hmm. um which are great influences all in their own ways i i take it that means that mostly what you've really enjoyed about black wrestlers is because we know that in the WWE, there's a prototypical look, yep. right? Um, yep. You know, for the male and the female. Right. Uh, you know, in the case of the male, it was, you know, six foot five and above, mm-hmm. uh, muscular, total package, you know, uh, 
charisma, yeah. marketability, can we sell them, you know, wearing the suits and all kind mm-hmm. of things like that. Uh, in the case of the woman, it was usually, you know, blonde, uh, you know, Long, sexy, cur- you know, yeah, you know, uh, curvy, sexy, you know, sex appeal yeah, uh, yeah. for the most part, right? Yeah. Um, so it seems like you've really enjoyed the fact that over the years, the black wrestler has been able to display the fact that we've always had charisma. That's a given. Mm-hmm. Um, from The Rock to Booker T, Crime Time, uh, you know, so many, so many over the years, right? Mm-hmm. We've had the athleticism for sure off top. Yeah. You know, those are, those are given. But to see the look yeah. of natural, natural, natural hair, as you said, mm-hmm. locks, fro, yeah. uh, being able to showcase yourself athletically, with charisma, but also with the look to match all of that. Yeah, is that, that what's been most important to you in the evolution of the black wrestler today? For sure, because you you could tell like um, that was something that wasn't emphasized prior. Like we were able to see the white wrestlers uh, pretty much do anything that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But the black wrestlers are always put in this box of just, you know, like they had to be the prototypical black person, mm-hmm. um, loud, boisterous. Um, I shouldn't say prototypical, but stereotypical. Um, mm-hmm. Loud, boisterous, and and and. Um, second rate subservient to the white wrestlers and mm-hmm. that was something that i always hated to see um because I, if you if you see the wrestlers that they had there the the different people that could have actually had serious runs mm-hmm. like take for example the 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 rivalry that kofi had with randy orton that mm-hmm. was the time for kofi to push you know what yes. i'm saying that was yes. it and to see that it didn't take place for what, like almost, was it like 10 years? 11, yeah, 11, 11 years. Yes. For him to not actually get that shot, mm-hmm. like a legitimate shot at the title for 11 years after, makes mm-hmm. no sense. It just makes no sense. And and why? Because he's he's skinnier. He was definitely skinnier than and, and smaller than Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing different in terms of what he could bring to the table. He just, he was able to do different things that Randy couldn't do. Mm -hmm. Randy's not athletic in terms of high flying and stuff like that. He's not that kind of wrestler, Mm -hmm. Um, but the storytelling is there. And I think that when when these guys get their shot to tell their story um, Mm -hmm. the way they want to, there's nothing that they can't do. Like again, Naomi. Naomi is is a wrestler. She's a talent that I believe should be leading the charge for the women's division. The like, of course, you know, you have your Sasha Banks, you have your your, your um, uh, uh, Charlotte Flairs, you have all of them that are there. But Naomi, from what I re- understand, she's not in that tier right she's not she's not up there with those those ladies um 
you know, it's it's tough. Uh, a lot of people look at her as underrated. Uh, mm. She has definitely been a champion um, on, I believe, a couple of occasions. Uh, so I believe she's a two or three time women's champion uh, for sure. How long were her runs? Um, let's see. The first run didn't last too long, but it was due to an injury. So she right. had to give the title. I remember that. Yeah. But she won the title back and fight and she did get her WrestleMania moment uh, because a, a lot of times that's what most wrestlers, regardless of color, race, every wrestler wants that WrestleMania moment, you know, mm-hmm. that moment where you won the title or just something momentous happened, you know? Right, right, right. Um, so Naomi did have her WrestleMania moment when she defeated Alexa Bliss and became the women's champion for a second time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing about it is it doesn't, it goes a little under the radar. Like a lot of people look at Naomi's accomplishments and they seem to just go under the radar. You know what I mean? Like she Mm -hmm. seems underrated. So yes, to answer your question, she doesn't seem to go on the level of a Sasha Banks, a Charlotte Flair, uh, and Alexa Bliss, you know, these women who have accomplished um, so much more, which even with Sasha, though, um, she's another one who, yeah, she's finally getting the run, the proper run that she deserves, you know, of having the title for a long, lengthier time. Um, So, a lot of times with title runs, it's more so uh, this is the same thing Kofi had to face with his championship run because these days it seems to be more memorable of, okay, yes, you had the title, but I want to remember it because of the feuds. Did you have the right, right feuds? You right, know, who, right. who did you beat? It's who, the story. Exactly. That's, that's a major component of wrestling, storytelling. Mm-hmm. If the story is not there, then what does it matter the 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 mm-hmm. match you know is cool but the 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 build up toward the match is what i think we all as fans anticipate mm-hmm. before the actual match that's why oh, everything that happened with the rock like his his storytelling is is second to none yes in rivalry like just before the the actual match like his match with build up toward with with john cena the the fruity loops thing like oh yes i I still like that whole build up was hilarious as hell and it was just (laughs) amazing yeah it was amazing so you know like i i I just i want i want wrestlers that um black wrestlers that don't get that shine that Mm -hmm. don't get that 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 spotlight to be able to have that moment Mm -hmm. and to be able to sit in it for a minute, not get into the into into the title picture, and then it's just a like transitional moment where they're they're in it for about a month, and then all right, new champion. I hate. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. I, like I, I, I'm not gonna get into that. But I, I don't yeah. like seeing that. I agree. I agree. And um, you know, again, much like uh, how we say with um racism and you know equality and things of that nature uh wrestling has come a long way in terms of its backstage politics and things of that nature but it's still a long way to go still you know there's still some things that go on behind the scenes i think vince is a big part of that 
Agreed. Uh, because that was going to be my next point for you is that, um, or question I should say is, you know, even though I know you don't keep up with the product as heavy, mm-hmm. um, one thing about today is that the black wrestlers are everywhere in the indie scene. There's a cr- there's crops of black talent, men and women who are out there on the scene, killing it. Mm-hmm. and making names for themselves and grinding it out even with the midst of the pandemic that has slowed things down you still have a lot of dope black wrestlers that weren't around at that time of the attitude era the ruthless aggression era you didn't see a lot of key black wrestlers back right. then you know you again right. as you mentioned you saw the shelton benjamins the booker t's and so forth the mvps but now you have a whole wave of tons of black talent, both mainstream from AEW and WWE and mm-hmm. Ring of Honor and all of these promotions, but mm-hmm. also in those indie scenes that you may not know about. So right. my question for you is, um, given the evolution of how many black wrestlers are in, re- how many black people are in wrestling, mm-hmm. um, how does that make you feel knowing that now this seems to be a sport that we're actually really, really starting to not only excel in, but even now in all of these promotions, you're seeing a lot more black champions. How does that make you feel? I love it. At the same time, I'm skeptical about it. Mm. I don't know if I can believe in it because it almost feels like it's a, uh, uh what's the right word it almost feels like they're doing it out of necessity not Mm -hmm. out of the fact that these people have actually earned that spot um that they actually have the talent and and they deserve to be in that position it almost feels like it's a um like like they're just throwing one to us to to say okay here you go you got it for now you know just to shut you up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know and that that's that's where that's where i feel like i don't know if i can truly believe it being the the best thing because of the fact that you know they're only doing it so that they don't get put into a bad light that's mm-hmm. that's where i start to kind of like question like what's the intent behind it mm-hmm. but you know of course i love seeing it and i think that the more that the audience uh, uh gravitates toward it the more they have to push the black wrestler, mm-hmm. there's there's no you can't deny it. You can't honestly you can't deny talent. Yes. You know, so once once these people get into this into into these spotlights, um, it it is almost under it's it's undeniable. You can't you can't say that you know they don't deserve to be there and then put them into a you know. And actually, I think that the the um, I think the the prototypical wrestler. The, the big mm-hmm. white white guy, white blonde hair guy, blue eyes. I think mm-hmm. that's done. I think that's yes. done. Yes. Yes. I think that's done. Um, I think one of the first ones to actually break through was uh, with that that look was Mark mm-hmm. Henry. Mm. Interesting. Mark Henry. I think he was now one, to me, he was one of the first ones that that I got to see become champion. Um, I mean, of course, Big Show did, but for a black man that isn't 
that doesn't have a six eight pack eight eight, eight uh pack abs and all that stuff mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying like like that was uh, that was that was different okay. that was different I, I think I see where you were going with that because I was gonna say you know I'm surprised that you didn't mention a Ron Simmons who really paved the way for a lot of us and didn't look mm-hmm. like what you mentioned with the typical blonde hair blue eyes and things of that nature mm-hmm. but I get it now because even Ron Simmons was a very ripped and cut yeah, guy guys. so yeah. you're you're meaning <laughs> a guy like Mark Henry who's muscular but yes. has you know the meat covering up the muscularness yeah. so i get i get what you mean now yeah. so yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah i can see what you mean by that 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 was a first prototypical uh okay this is not what we're used to kind of guy so mm-hmm. that, yeah i like how you put that that was yeah. that's an interesting observation that i don't think anyone mentioned before so yeah i yeah. like that that's, that's I like that. It's, it's just different it's different and then um um God, what's her name? She had a brief stint in WWE. Um, she came from TNA, I believe. Um, hmm. Con, I want to say it's Con. Or awesome, Con. awesome Con. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Also, not a stereotypical or prototypical uh, yeah. a, a female wrestler. Yeah, you know, she was one. Um, if it hadn't been for the fact that she had kids at the time, mm-hmm. you could tell she had that rocket to oh. really yeah, WWE. Her run in WWE was very forgettable because of how short it was. Yeah. But she was going to get that rocket. And you yeah. could tell if she hadn't had kids at the time or was about to give birth, um, she would have got that rocket to definitely be a dominant um, champion that you remember for sure. Right, uh, but but because of her time and impact, she was a dominant impact women's champion. And like and you if said, you watch T- TNA, you know hmm. how great she was there. That you know, if she had just had that push in WWE, God man, ah, yeah. <laughs> it was coming. It was it, it was. was coming. She had it an was. unfortunate situation, and like I said, when when pregnancy's in the picture, it, yeah, everything comes to a halt. But if that hadn't happened, she definitely would have had that solid WWE run we would have loved to have seen. For sure. Uh, but for sure, man, um, I love that introspect that you have, man. That is a great perspective and observation. Uh, you, you you brought some some people to the fray <laughs> that, that haven't been mentioned. So I love when these episodes are different. And uh, I guess my final question for you yes, sir. is... Um, because I know you don't get to keep up with the product as much, but what would make you, what would you want to see from today's black talent that would bring you back to wanting to watch wrestling on a full-time basis? Them not being gimmicks. I just, I want to see them taken seriously. I want them taken all of them, not just like a, a few, I want mm-hmm. all of them taken as seriously as the other wrestlers, the mm-hmm. the, the 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 white wrestlers, the uh, like 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 Triple H or or, mm-hmm. or Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, like mm-hmm. those guys were taken seriously, or even of the newer generation like uh, uh, um, Sheamus, mm-hmm. he had a serious run for a little minute. Um, yeah. Like, like, just take them serious. I, I yeah. don't want to see them be used 
and underutilized. Mm. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. So, um, you know, and again, of course, like I said earlier, once this is to me, this is a lot has to do with events being there. And my, my guess is that once he passes away, which you don't wish death on anyone, but mm-hmm. I don't think that WWE will uh, reach that next level mm-hmm. until Vince is gone. And hopefully Triple H can take over at that point, like over mm-hmm. everything, because I think he has, um, I think he has a, 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 an eye for talent. And I think he has an understanding of what needs to be done to take this to the next level. And I think mm-hmm. he'll be able to, to do it. I think you would see a lot of the old uh, uh, stuff come back in terms of pay-per-views, in terms mm-hmm. of cutting down on pay-per-views, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I remember when pay-per-views were an event. It's not an event anymore. It's just it's something that happens only, like, what, once a month? Like, <laughs> Almost twice a month <laughs> at this point. Every other week. It doesn't. Week. It doesn't make sense. It, it it doesn't allow you to to anticipate anymore. Like I remember, like waiting. I could not mm-hmm. wait for WrestleMania, or I could not wait for uh, No Way Out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even even New Year's Re- Re- uh, Revolution, when mm-hmm. when they would have the Elimination Chamber at that pay per view. That was the only pay per view they had. They didn't have the Elimination Chamber pay per view. Yes. You know, yes. like those type of things those those elements you look forward to that because then it was a royal rumble after that and like i just i loved that the that. build up toward the I got you. toward allowed storytelling to be a lot better and yes. I, I that's what i miss so i think when when it, hopefully triple h is able to take over a lot of that will come back into play i love that i love that and um so i guess i would ask you this one last thing that just came to my head on top of what you said about gimmicks um so we saw um bianca belair become the first uh black woman to win the women's royal rumble Mm -hmm. um which is huge because of the fact that there's only been about now four of them Mm -hmm. uh so that that already she already the year prior held the record or or holds the record, ties the record with another woman who's not quite white. So I guess you could say of a different minority for sure, but she ties the record for most eliminations with eight and, nice. and also held the record, holds the record for longest time in the Royal Rumble, I believe as well nice. uh, with this win. So nice. here's a woman that has made all kinds of strides. And again, Asasha Banks, you know, her and Asasha Banks have potential to make history to main event a mania uh, at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, so do you look at Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair to fit as that whole gimmick or do you see them genuinely being themselves? Um, I can't speak to Bianca because mm-hmm. I have not, I haven't seen her. Um, what mm-hmm. I've seen of Sasha, um, I don't think she's a gimmick. I, I think, and I would I would assume that Bianca's in that same that mm-hmm. same sphere um, of just being themselves. I I, I love that. I love that um, because I think. Okay, 
almost like a basketball thing. You know how when, when as a coach, um, certain certain coaches, um, well, really most coaches can can allow certain players to mm-hmm. just do what they need to do. Like they don't mm-hmm. they don't tell them X Y Z. They just let them go and do what they need to do and let them be them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if WWE started doing that more mm-hmm. um which allowing these wrestlers to the these this these different talent to go and showcase what they can do mm-hmm. without restraint i think we would see a lot better storytelling i think i so again i haven't seen god i haven't even <laughs> watched <laughs> i haven't watched anything since uh edge returned to wrestlemania uh, mm-hmm. last year so i like i don't even know what's been going over the last the, for the last year um well i know that bianca won her Roy rumble and edge won won the men's one but mm-hmm. um I, I i i couldn't tell you much about it but i i i would venture to say that if they allowed those two to to do what they just do best we'd see much better from them you know, yes. and I, I hope that this is the beginning for them is that they're allowed to be themselves and just run with it. Just go like I, I wouldn't want to, to to hold them back, you know. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, Absolutely. black women. Jesus. I, Come on. Vince ain't learned that. <laughs> <laughs> Vince ain't learned that. That's his problem. You got to let black women do what they do best just let them be themselves and 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 yes. creatively i think that that it, when you allow them to do that um on, on your platform creatively you get you get so much more out of it so mm. much more you can't you can't you can't tell i'm sorry you can't tell a black woman you know how to be a black woman you can't tell a black man how to be a black man just let them be themselves and there take a character and, and and run with it, you know. So that's what I, I that's that. what I hope to see more of. I love that. I love that. And so, man, that is great perspective. I totally, totally love your insight and your outlook on what you would like to see. Again, we've come so far, and yet we have such a long way to go. But the future yes, is looking so bright uh, for independent, young, up and coming black wrestlers both male and female uh so again if you're an up-and-coming talent and you're black and you're listening keep pushing keep striding because you will be in the main event you will be a champion you will be a multi-time champion you will be able to be a hall of famer it is definitely in your future you just got to continue to be you continue to sell yourself and let the people know who you are and bring you to the main event if that makes sense uh so again i thank you brother because i know how much you love to be behind the scenes (laughs) but when you come on it's always a great discussion my friends so thank you so much for joining us on this part three edition so ladies and gentlemen we're getting close we got we got more you know coming you know so we're gonna work on getting you guys the next available episode for this final final series uh as black history month is is still in its continuation so i'm going to work on getting you at least at least one more episode if not two 
uh, to squeeze in for the month and uh, let you guys know that our history is just as important in wrestling as anyone else's. Um, And we thank you guys for always tuning in, always being a part. Shout out to the New Day for having a Mario-themed version of New Day in a graphic. That was pretty dope. Just saw that live. Never seen that before, (laughs) but that was pretty cool. Must have been Xavier Woods' idea because he would totally tell them to do something like that. But that was a very interesting graphic. WWE, you should have did that a long time ago. That is awesome. Nonetheless, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, first and foremost, Derek, please tell the people that are listening where they can find the man behind Life's a Botch podcast. Where can they find you, sir? Yes, sir. Well, you can follow me, uh, my personal page. You can follow uh, at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. And... uh, you know, more so follow the brand, man. I, I, if you don't follow me, follow the brand. Um, is at OTS guys on all platforms. Uh, you can also find us on our website www.otsguys.com. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, all of our shows are on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Google Play, I believe. Um, where else? Uh, iHeartRadio. We just we just announced mm-hmm. iHeartRadio in the last week, so. Yes, you know, we're on there and we are also on six families radio so check us out on all those platforms um and 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 subscribe to the youtube channel we have a lot of stuff coming on the youtube channel man um uh, a lot of youtube based uh shows coming so you know tune in subscribe and, and check us out for sure for sure for sure and ladies and gentlemen as you always know i thank you yes you so much for taking the time out of your day and your schedule to listen to this very podcast, to listen to the Life's of Botch podcast, and to listen to your boy, the Prince of Botch himself, Dwayne, because, well, I try to bring y'all some dope content in many, many ways. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we got some dope guests coming on the way. Y'all know I can't reveal that, you know, but we got some dope guests coming on the way. So y'all stay tuned because you always know you never know what I'm going to bring y'all. But nonetheless, I thank y'all so much for rocking with me, rocking with the show, rocking with the brand, and of course, rocking with the brand behind the brand in OTS. (laughs) So make sure you guys check out www.otsguys.com. All right. And uh, most importantly, Make sure you subscribe to OTS on YouTube. So make sure you look up on the sidelines. We're on the road to 100 subscribers, just like we are on the road to 50 episodes. As a matter of fact, I've got to keep track on that because we got a special (laughs) something we're working on for y'all on episode 50. So that being said, make sure you follow the Life's a Botch podcast on Instagram at Life's a Botch Podcast. Shout out to all of y'all who interact with me. Shout out to all of y'all who who basically follow the podcast. Shout out to all you other wrestling podcasts out there who like to collab with your boy. I do appreciate you all. Um, again, I appreciate you listeners. Make sure you subscribe. If you're on Apple, you know, podcast, make sure you leave that review. Make sure you uh, please leave that review. Five stars, please. Sure. Because the more reviews you leave on this show, the higher we're noticed, the higher we're out there amongst others who enjoy wrestling content so they can check out our latest interviews. Because like I said, if you're a new listener, make sure you go back in the archives, 
check out dope interviews with guys like R-Truth, guys like The Godfather, guys like Elijah Burke, ladies like Jordan Grace, Camille Brooks, you know, Melina, Vicky Guerrero, the list goes on. We have had so many dope guests come onto this very platform and we got more guests coming in the future. So again, keep rocking with your boy, keep rocking with the kid because you never know who gonna step foot on this show. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you. Happy Black History Month to my brothers and my sisters. And until the next time, we out. Wait, wait. Can't say it until I say it, ladies and gentlemen. Too sweet.